Hello and welcome to the Geekatorium podcast number 57. Now, I don't want to take too long at the beginning here because, as usual, we've got a lot that we go through. We're talking about Star Trek Discovery, we're talking about The Mandalorian, we're talking about The Great British Bake Off, we're talking about the Lego Star Wars Holiday Special, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and we're talking about spoilers with that. We're talking about all the games we've been playing. We've got actual news stories again with, like, Deadpool 3 getting some writers, Chris Pratt appearing in the fourth Thor movie. We've got Sodium stories. And of course, we've got a Fantastic Five all about adaptations from movies and TV shows into games. If you enjoy all of that, guys, please make sure that you hit subscribe to get alerted every time there's a new podcast episode drops. If you Please make sure you share it with your friends and family. Tell them all about the podcast. And of course, if you really follow us on all social media and if you really want to support us a little bit more, you can do so on Patreon. Just go on to patreon.com forward slash the Geekatorium. Sign up to one of the tiers on there and get access to a lot of exclusive footage. There is a lot of stuff that I've cut out of this podcast. Go have a listen to it on Patreon. But without further ado, let's go into the podcast. I, you also, like, you've just, like, you've got notes. I have notes. notes. I know, look, 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 look. Um, if we're going from here, uh, people last week, if you're from listening, I was in a really bad way. <laughs> I was so tired last week. I was tired to the point where I know that I've spoken to you before and gone, can we leave it till tomorrow? Because I am way too tired. And you've gone, yeah, sure. I should have done that. <laughs> I should have done that. But for some reason, I was like, no, I will power through. And I was in the strangest mood. Uh, and I wasn't in a good way. Uh, and then you gave me I a know. lovely pep talk at the end of it and nearly made me cry. Um, yeah. <laughs> so. Oh, dude. No, it's okay. It's okay. No, it's good. It's good. It's good. Um, but yeah, it, it, it was tough. It was tough last yeah. week, but I am yeah. much more rested. One of the actual main problems, and it was, thankfully, I had today off. Today's record, I had off. Good. So um, last night, it wasn't so bad that I had three fucking shows to watch. Um, because it, look, I could, if yeah, I yeah, no, no, I get that, man. I get week, that, yeah. But all three of them in one night. Oh, it's brutal, um, isn't it? And and you know, and if if someone wasn't streaming until nearly midnight, then I'd have time. <laughs> it was half past midnight. <laughs> was it, it was half past twelve when you finished? Full, it was a full three-hour stream. <laughs> oh Jesus. We needed to finish the game, right? Oh, no, absolutely. 100%, of course. And yeah. and it didn't help that at the beginning, like, I did half an hour of chatting and then half an hour of drawing you as a Ghostbuster. Yeah, that was pretty uh, good. I'm pretty um, chuffed with and that. And then, then into the game. The game itself took about two hours, less than two hours, just under two hours to complete. Um, so, yeah, it was an good. hour. Of, yeah, yeah. You did good, so, mate. You did good. Can't blame me. Can't blame me. Uh, <laughs> no. Blame Blame my followers for redeeming the Doodle Away uh, channel points. That's what you it. <laughs> no, that's true. Well, no, what ended up happening was, thankfully, before your stream, I was able to watch Mandalorian before the stream mm-hmm. um, while I was eating my food. Yes. Uh, I got back from work, ate my food, watched Mandalorian, watched your stream, and I was like, mm. right, now I've only got two things to watch. <laughs> I've only got two things to watch now. Um, and I was able to do it. And uh, so, so, so that's been fine, but... 
Yeah, no, I, it, it's night and day compared to like how I was feeling this time yeah, last glad, week. I'm, I'm glad to out. hear that, man. I'm glad to hear that you're feeling better. You know, uh, thank you for, 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 for giving me that talk. So, yeah, thank you. Anytime, man, anytime. <laughs> you know I'm here for you. Um, so apart from that, how else have you been? You been all right? Yeah, I've been okay. I've been... Um, just getting on i've been making some stuff for my stream my stream is now looking a little bit more sleek mm. um because it was looking a bit homemade uh and now it looks <laughs> a little less homemade so i'm but, quite happy with that was it looking a little bit ms paint just a touch or at least <laughs> at least like whatever photoshop cs1 ever looked like it's <laughs> <laughs> i'm pretty sure cs1 was just a slate and chalk <laughs> Yeah, it was yeah, it was a bit like that. So now now it looks a little bit more like oh, this is a, this is a place where I might like to come and watch something. Okay, now cool. it's it's getting there, and I'm feeling good. And obviously, you know, you've you've been a massive help. You gave me that camera overlay, um, yeah, no so worries, so it's it's helped um, uh, sort of focus in on the style that we're going for. I've even now mm. got, despite the fact that I've not received any new followers since I've set follower alerts. Um, so I've not been able to hear it go off. But if, if if anyone does follow me, you'll hear a clip from Tron Legacy that says we fight for the users. But that's uh, that's 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 what I've been doing. What I might do is unfollow you and follow you again, just so we can do that. No, please don't. It always makes my heart sink when I see I've lost a follower. <laughs> and believe me, I I'm... know, I know. I've, I've had that feeling as well. And you're just like, what is going on? Um, I totally understand. I think totally someone understand. recently unfollowed me by accident and then re-followed me again because I was like I'm sure you were following me before but now oh, you've hilarious. just followed me <laughs> so that's mm, hilarious I mm. love it <laughs> um, and seeing as we're not doing news anymore I've still actually been looking at funny things um, go on that uh, I saw something that I can't believe is real uh, which is uh, and they're they're literally just called cyber shoes sorry what cyber shoes cyber cyber shoes shoes Mm. What do you think they could be for? If you if you had a product called Cyber Shoes, what would you think it was for? Uh, rip off, uh, rip off Marty McFly Nikes. <laughs> I like where your mind's going. I like where it's going. Uh, are they are, are, are they are they like shoes for people who have a foot fetish and need it fulfilled online? I mean, it, it, that sounds like something I'd be into, but no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's actually, it's shoes that are compatible with wearing whilst doing VR. So you can actually walk around somewhere in VR. Oh, okay, cool. But you have to do it on a certain chair. So you have to sort of be sat on a high chair. Wait, so you have to sit and then yeah. like walk yeah. while you're... Don't have wheels on your chair. You'll end up no, no, <laughs> no. There's. I think it's part of the whole setup. Is there's like a chair in the middle that you sit on mm. and it spins, and you've got a carpet around so you're not wearing out the floor, and you've got a little circular carpet, and then you can just walk around uh, and and move in a VR environment, but staying in one spot the whole time. Hey, cool. That's that. That's cool. If that's that's what they've come up with, that's what they come up with. And how much are those? Three hundred pounds, about as much as it costs to get an Oculus Quest in the first place, as well. So mm. it's like, so now Oculus has doubled in price if you want the full user experience. The full <laughs> user experience. <laughs> fine, fine. You know what? There'll be someone out there who'll buy it, um, and there'll be someone out there, who'll, or there'll be someone out there who sent it to product test. <laughs> Hey, it's, cool. it looks pretty cool. Uh, no, I mean, no, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. I mean, look, it's look. All I'm seeing 
is one thing that's a step closer to an actual holodeck. That's yeah, what I'm saying. That's, yeah, that, yeah, exactly. I mean, we're Ready Player Oneing this shit. Yes, that's, yeah. that's, that's that's what's happening with this. Cool. Yeah. So so that was that was something I saw, and I, I got sort of quite excited. I, I realized though, I was just like, oh, there's so many games I'd like to stream, but. I can't do it whilst wearing a VR helmet. I just can't. Mm. For a start, I'd look like an idiot. Um, second, can't read the chat. Don't say that I would have looked like an idiot anyway. I, <laughs> <laughs> I can see the cogs turning. I mean, I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> exactly. You thinking it. <laughs> not word for word, not verbatim. No, no, I would have made it sound worse. There's, there's a bunch of other stuff that I saw as well, which I thought was Go quite on. cool. Um, something that you'll find fun. Uh, it seems that Zack Snyder is planning on releasing a uh, Justice League in black and white. Because why not? Because shades of brown weren't enough for him. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Did you ever God. watch? Um, did you ever watch? Because there's Logan Noir, which is yeah, uh, no, that's, that's Ace. I, and do you know what's really good in black and white is um, Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah, yeah. If, if you watch that in black and white, it's stunning. Um, but um, did um, do you remember ugh. when when you did popcorn and wine? Do you remember when you yeah. did popcorn and wine? So Jay Foreman did it. Did you watch the episode with Jay Foreman at all? I did. Yeah. Did you remember, remember the story he told about his? I can't uh, remember the, the the prank he played on his dad, where they no. sat and they watched um, the Wizard of Oz. Yeah, and he knew that they were going to watch Wizard of Oz, so he fiddled with the settings on the remote, put the TV to black and white, so that when the film miraculously turns to color, it it's doesn't. in black. <laughs> and his dad's sitting there going, "Wait a minute, something's wrong here." Ah. <laughs> so like, that's diabolical that that's is an a, absolute genius prank i love that i love that that's so good <laughs> but uh but uh, yeah justice league in black and white do we want it i mean we don't want we don't want justice league full stop like we've had justice league once we yeah. don't need it doubled in length and oh justice just, league has become dennis quaid in your uh, christmas vacation just that unwanted oh. visitor. Oh my God, yes. Perfect. That's exactly, the, that's the analogy that I was looking for right there. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, mate. Uh, what are you doing to me? Oh, another thing that I saw, uh, but this was this was relevant to me. Um, so I, I, I can talk about this now. I had to sign a thing that meant I wasn't allowed to talk about it. I can talk about it now. Uh, I did a, a focus group for PlayStation a couple of years ago. No. Yes. Yes. I've done it a couple of times. I got to play about a year before that. I got to play Detroit Become Human um, about a year before it was released. And I was playing basically the the, the beta test. And I I was, yeah, I got paid 50 quid to play the game for two hours. That's amazing. It was was brilliant. It was was great. It was great. It was a a really good day. Um, And they were really impressed because I was recognising all the actors. I was like, oh, you've got Clancy Brown in this game. They're like, like, Clancy Brown, you know, he's the Kurgan from Highlander. He does the voice of Mr. Krabs in Spongebob. And they're like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And I'm like, God, you're a nerd. Um, (laughs) 
<laughs> so, <laughs> anyway, so this wasn't Detroit Become Human. This one wasn't playing a game. We just got to sit there and talk about video games. Mm. Um, and basically, I was very open about my experience playing games. I talked about, you know, Last Guardian and how it affects me and all of that. And they basically just mocked me for crying in a video game. I was like, you guys, <laughs> you guys don't know gamers, I don't think. Because yeah. I don't think you realize, like, how much. Because we were in a room where there was other people watching us. Like, that you could see the big mirror. Right, right, it was, right. It was like all those scenes in those films. It was exactly like those scenes. Yeah. And they're t- we're talking about all of these games and what makes like a, a like an iconic character like Mario or Sonic. And we're talking about all of these things. And then they unveiled this game to us, which was Little Big Planet 4. Oh, I love Little Big Planet. Right. So this was the thing. It, it, so we're watching and they're going, this, this is the new game. This is the new Little Big Planet. So I'm uh-huh. watching it. And... It's basically a 3D adventure. It's not the 2D platforming. Oh um, no, that sucks. So 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 and and so you're doing it, and it's like you can do four players, uh, and you've got this little adventure, and you're you're doing all of the things that you're doing, and uh, and then I said, well, what about level design? And I went, well, there's no level design in this, and I went, well, it's not no. Little Big Planet then. And I, I specifically said in the, I, I'm sure I'm not the only person who said this, but I said, like, this is not Little Big Planet. This is Sackboy Goes on an Adventure. Because Little Big Planet, yep. the whole point of it is to design the games yourself and share it. And I said, if you take Agreed. that away, one, you take away a really cool element. But the other thing is, it's such a good intro point for people who want to design games as a job where they can actually start doing that in like a proper game. And it's like, if you get them young, then you get, you get them, they yep. get really good and you're, you're just taking that away. It's like, I would not call this game little big planet. I'd call it something like Sackboy's adventure or something like that. And coming soon on PlayStation five, just announced Sackboy, a big adventure. <laughs> <laughs> it's not called little big planet four anymore. <laughs> wow. I well just done, saw man. the, uh, ad for it i was like i don't think i'm responsible for that because as i said i'm sure plenty of other people no no i know i know but like it must feel good to be like oh my feedback was taking on board yeah i felt like uh captain holt in brooklyn 99 going vindication (laughs) (laughs) well done i'm proud of you i feel i feel i earned this glass of wine Enjoy that glass. I will. Thank you. Excellent. How have you been? You're right. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm very tired. Um, For some reason, like I was up till like half midnight playing computer (laughs) games. Um, It's done. It's done. Uh, But no, I'm I'm very tired today. Like it's been a very like, oh my God, I'm very, very tired. But I'm okay. I'm okay. Otherwise, like, you know, just, um, you know, uh, I got a wee confession. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tell me got some christmas decorations up <laughs> i saw bernie's posts like talking about it was like rick's only letting me put this up <laughs> yeah we've now got um we've got lights outside the house now okay okay are they are they in any particular nerdy thing or are they just thrown out there they're snowflakes they're just snowflakes so basically they, they cry if they get offended at something i was gonna say uh, is it like just um like lots of like piers morgan uh, <laughs> just, like, yeah it's lots of little piers morgans uh no it's um just some snowflakes flickering snowflakes outside it's very pretty uh yes. but that's that's one thing that's happened um the other thing is i've not really like i've been quite quiet this week um you know just getting on with stuff reading some news reading I read some, some news? news today well what did you read 
I don't know if you saw this, mm-hmm. right? You're sharing of me shit news. I'm yeah. disappointed in what you shared of me. Yes. <laughs> Zack Snyder. <laughs> I've got it's more. Like you're trying to, it's like you are trying to make me one of the lights outside my house. <laughs> right? <laughs> but I did see a very exciting piece of news today um, about Deadpool 3 happening. Oh, yes. Yes, I did read did about you see that. that. The Molyneux yes. sisters are writing it. Yes, so they got yeah got the writers involved, and it looks like it's going they they they're going full on with the R rated Deadpool, produced by Good. Marvel Studios. Good. That's yeah, and I'm very impressed, and I'm I'll, I'll be really really interested to see how it moves on, like how it goes like from there. Mm. Um, but it's very exciting. It's yeah, very exciting, I mean, especially look, they, with. Hmm? Yeah, I was going to say Disney are greedy, but they're not dumb. They're not going mm-hmm. to turn Deadpool into PG and think that that's actually going to be a good business plan. That's yeah. not a good idea. They know that. They're not dumb. But to get writers from Bob's Burgers as well, yeah. I mean, that just makes me really happy. I, I mean, I love Bob's Burgers. I've like, never really watched it. It's so good. Yeah. It's so good. It's so, it's like, it's like, it's like King of the Hill mm. in the sense of there's nothing majorly offensive in there. Like, it's quite a gentle comedy you know what i mean it's quite a gentle thing it's about like mm. um so it's and it's not so it's not it's not as it is zany to a degree but not as zany as say family guy or simpsons or south park mm. um but it's just it's just a great little show with I, I just love it so so much like genuinely love it so much you should watch it more I, I'll, I'll, I'll it. check it out I've, no, I've not seen a single episode of it so i have no idea watch the episode where they get trapped inside their cardboard house okay the kids get trapped in the cardboard house. It's hilarious. Okay, I'll give it. that a go. Yeah, that's that's oh, the one piece of news I want to bring. Same, uh, same, same sort of thing. Uh, it, it, they they announced Chris Pratt is in going to be going to be in Thor four. In what? Sorry, Thor four. Thor: Love and Thunder. Mm. Thor four. <laughs> Thor Thor. I just wanted you to say it again because it was just so funny. Well, of course he would be. Well, yeah, well, I, we the, the, the big discussion was because Guardians 3 was really supposed to have been made and come out by now. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, it couldn't have come out by now because pandemic, but also, you know, James Gunn's firing did get a delay put on things and then he was yep. rehired, so it got put back in. But I wonder if uh, it was more supposed to be Thor was going to be in Guardians 3 and then it would go into Thor 4. Or oh, okay, now they're going because they're going to be able to film Thor first. That they'll have to um, uh, do it the other way around and have him leave the Guardians behind at the beginning of that film, as opposed to say at yeah. the end of Guardians Three. I don't know, but right, um, yeah, see. that's the thing that's happened. So, what have you been watching? Well, should we should we discuss the usual? <clears throat> Let's discuss the usual. Yes. Um, shall we start with Bake Off? Oh dear, with Bake Off. Oh dear. I'll go on then. I mean, look, I don't completely disagree, <laughs> but I do disagree a little with who went home. The Star Baker, absolutely. Oh, don't get me started. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Star yeah, Baker, yeah. absolutely fine. Absolutely brilliant. Star Baker, Deserved yes, it. 100%. Yeah. Um, he worked for it. Peter worked for that. He knew that he had to bring himself back from last week and he worked for it and it paid off. He got the handshake, he got the star baker, he got he got every he got the first in technical. He he ticked all the boxes. He ticked all the boxes, definitely deserves to be in that final and probably will hold that cake stand at the end. I hope he does. 
I do too, because as I say, it's the most amazing success story. Ten years old, watching Bake Off on the telly, and then grows he's also up. actually interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah, he's he's a little interesting. I'm just more interested in the like the the sort of the way his face changes uh, again, like the other Irish Mark. He's a bit of a mood ring. You can tell what's going through his head just by looking at the, the, the color, color of his of skin, his <laughs> the puffiness under his eyes, whether he's about to cry or not. Um, he's just, you can read the emotions on him. It's crazy. Yeah. Hermine was done dirty, though. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> we all know, who, like, Laura put gravy on our cakes. <laughs> yes. But, 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 Hermine served rubber. This is true. This is the this thing. At least what Laura served could be eaten. They could not eat what Hermine served. I know, but it's just, it, do you know what? It just really annoys me as well. It's like Hermine had like one bad week, one bad week, yeah. and it happened to be that week. Yeah. Uh, whereas Laura has been like holding on by her fingertips. Oh, yeah. Four weeks. Yeah. And you just kind of go, oh, okay. And I get that they they can only base it on the week in front of them, but at the same time, it's like, oh, do you, maybe you should have got rid of Laura a little bit earlier. I, d- I definitely look. If, I, I if you look at all of the past weeks, one hundred percent agree. But if, if if I was to be a judge, and I was there, and I was going, which one of the bakers served something inedible today? No, no, no. no I, I no. I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, yeah. get that. I hundred percent get it, and I also get it. it's, it's done on a they judge on a week by week basis. Yeah. But I'm also saying, like, she's literally for the last few weeks has held. She's like, she only, the only reason she's there, and it's it's funny. It's because it's just what Prue said to Lottie, mm. is that um, she wasn't the worst one. Yeah. Someone, one person had a worse week than her. Yeah. So that doesn't. That's not good. Like. You know, she's gotten through because someone has had her had, had a mare of a week rather than the fact that she's actually good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm not saying she's bad, but she's not great. So I no, don't know. no, no, no. I mean, and it's and it's nuts considering uh, Hermine has one star baker twice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Star baker exactly. twice, and then and then one week she serves rubber. Uh, and, well, there and, you go. And that's so. that's it's. That just that thing, and she's. It's not that she's not served jelly jelly stuff before. She served plenty of jelly stuff before. In fact, it was on that amazing ice cream cake that she made. But some something just was off. It was that thing where she put the pressure on herself because everyone was going, "Oh, she's going to smash patisserie week. She's going to smash patisserie week." And oh no. Yeah. Well, there you go. I mean, it's 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 annoying. I'm with you. Um, but you know, we've now got a final that. If Peter doesn't win it, then I'm I'm gonna riot. I'm gonna <laughs> pause. I'm gonna I'm gonna like take to the streets and like yeah. Just... He's gonna have to do something pretty horrible to 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 lose Bake Off now. Yeah. I mean, it's not gonna to... be Laura. Let's let's be completely honest. No, here. that was what made me laugh when they showed the promo clip going like you, you know they when they say next yeah. week on Bake Off and they actually showed the moment where they go and the winner of this year's Bake Off is and it cuts to Laura standing there. Normally you'd see someone there with like anticipation in their face. She's like, nah, it's not me. You can yeah. read that. You can read. Yeah, that. yeah. It's definitely but, not me. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. She knows every week. She's known it's not her going to be Star Baker. She knows yeah. that. Yeah. I think she's expected to be sent home every week, right? And she never. She ha- got she Starbaker been- once. She did get Starbaker mm-hmm. once. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, fine, once. Once. But she has got it she's, once. She's always been expected to be sent home, and yeah. I think she's 
yeah so anyway yeah i am yeah yeah, I will we'll say see. that the, the the thing that's terrible about it is she's uh, she she got hounded online and uh, yeah. don't don't bully her. It's not her fault. And oh it no, is just no no no, it's not her no, fault. No no it's no, no, of course. Um, but um, but it's even even if it was her fault, it's really not worth giving her that much grief that she's been getting. It's been yeah. Also, like horrid. It's a ba- it's, it's a show about baking. How much is it actually affecting your life? Yeah, and the whole point of the show is. It, everything's lovely and nice and sweet yeah. and amazing don't yeah. don't take it so aggressively like it's that's not what the show's about that's even if 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 that's what like people who are watching it are expected to be like that's what the show would be like but it's not everyone's trying to help each other and do nice things mm. just be nice be kind there we go there, there it we is. go so yeah what do we want to talk about next what do we want to talk about next um well we've got two choices for me um both begin with star um let's 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 do let's do that 45 minutes of gold that is the lego star wars holiday special oh do you want to do that sorry there's three things then yeah yeah well that's what i thought because because the mandalorian isn't called star wars it's 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 called the mandalorian um (laughs) okay so you think it was gold I, I, I kind of do. I, I loved it. I loved it so much. I, I, I'll admit, the first, like, maybe the first 10 minutes, I was like, mm, maybe this isn't, this isn't for me. Maybe this is more for the kids. But I'm powering through. By the time I got to the end, I, I was laughing and I just thought it was wonderful. And do you know what I realized as well? Because mm. I, I, I kept on thinking, do you know what? If the third film in that sequel trilogy was this... I might have been okay with it. And then I also started realizing that The Rise of Skywalker is basically a Lego movie without the jokes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's that's really that was my that was my summary um i loved that uh poe had a christmas jumper i thought that was mm-hmm. lovely i thought and then vader got a christmas jumper i thought mm-hmm. that was great um the introduction at the beginning you know like the little video that you get um at the beginning of mandalorian with all the yeah. helmets and droids the fact that they did the same but with the lego i thought was hilarious like yeah. little touches like that i thought was brilliant um and I do think it basically Lego uh, have stolen Robot Chicken's thunder when it comes to making like that that sort of Star Wars pastiche parody thing. They've completely stolen because Robot Chicken had that that was theirs. Family Guy tried, and then Family Guy did a really good first one, and then it was really diminishing returns after that. Mm-hmm. Really, mm-hmm. like like let's let's all caps on the word diminishing. Yeah, but even by the third one, they themselves just went. Right, let's get this done. Yeah, this like right. literally said it in the actual thing. Like they <laughs> they they knew themselves that they were like oh, painted ourselves into a corner. Yeah, like you know yeah. it's like yeah. But yeah, I loved so. it. I thought it was really really good. But do do you you have you have counter opinions? No, I really enjoyed it. Okay. <laughs> no, no. Um, actually, I I did think it was very slow. Um, at the beginning. Mm. Um, I think it is very much for kids more than you know, and yeah. it is fun, but it's. It plays very much like a, a Christmas special of any sort of thing. Yeah. Like, you know, one character, you know, is looking for help, that looking for that Christmas spirit, so to speak. Mm-hmm. It just happens to be of how to be a better training force. 
Um, so I thought it, it, it was good. I liked the little nods all the way through it to everything. Um, it was fun, like dropping in on the pod race, dropping in on this, dropping in on that. Like I just, mm. I really enjoyed all those little bits and some of the jokes were, were funny, but I, I thought it was really good. I don't think it was gold. I just thought it was a lot of fun. Um, but I thought it was definitely more, I felt definitely, okay, this is, this is very much for children. Very yeah, absolutely. But thankfully, yeah. the, the the other good thing, though, is because it's so obviously heavily Christmas themed, that you will only watch it maybe once a year. Oh, God. Yeah. And yeah. that helps. I, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I, I, so this is the thing, I, I don't think it was bad. Um, I don't think it was bad. And I'm glad I've watched it now. Um, and yeah, yeah, I think it was, yeah, I think it was quite fun. But yeah, I do agree about Rise of Skywalker. It was better than Rise of Skywalker, yes. Yes. Yes, yeah. yes, 100%. Uh, <laughs> and it even like, like fills in the gaps because if Rise of Skywalker was like, Finn might be able to use the Force? This was, yeah. this is like, no, Finn can use the Force. Yeah. He's training. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I did like that. I did like that. Because so. it is canon as well, isn't it? It is. No, and and, and that was, it, was, it just was, it's just a missed opportunity to actually explore that. You know, especially that sounds like a much more interesting story uh, than uh, Ray the Scavenger. Uh, you know, someone on a desert planet who's a scavenger turns out to be a Jedi. The idea that a former stormtrooper was actually a Jedi, that's actually kind of a much more interesting in-universe story than yeah. another person from a desert planet. 100% agree. Hard agree. Um, so what else? Star well, Trek. No, let's stick with Star Wars, shall we? Shall we, shall okay. we keep with the theme? Okay. Keep with Mandalorian. The theme. You liked it? Yes, I liked it a lot. I, a I liked of... it. I, I don't know if I liked it a lot, a lot. I liked it, though. I loved the fact it was directed by Carl Weathers. I mm. thought that was brilliant. Yes. Um, yeah. And uh, the, the, the sort of, like, uh, the returning to, like, the, the, the first guy that Mando caught... Uh, was being like a heavy part of the storyline as well. Yeah. I thought it was quite good. Um, it, I, it was it, it was a bit filler. I found just a little bit filler. Really, a little bit because because the end of the episode was and look what's coming, look what's coming, and you're like okay. So the end of the episode was like oh interesting, but the rest I got of that it, from I got that from midway through the episode when they came across the cloning lab. Well, the, the, do you the lab, th who do you think that lab. was? Who do you think that was in the jar? Do you think it was Snoke? Well, I, you know, there was a part of me that was like, oh my God, it could be. Oh, maybe Mandalorian will sort of go into First Order shit. Um, but I don't think it will be. I think it's something else because obviously we then went to um, the very end with mm. Moff Gideon and it's like, okay, so these are things that are supposed to be inside these suits. Um, I think it's, so, yeah, the Dark Troopers. Yeah, they? yeah. So... so I don't know. I don't know what we're going to be. I don't know what we're going to be seeing. I, I think it's raised a mystery. It's, it's raised questions, mm. um, which I liked. Um, more's happened in these. More's happened in this one episode than the last two episodes. This is true. <laughs> this is. True. I love the. Um, I love the chase sequence. Um, though at the same time, I was like, surely if like your base has been destroyed, those tie fires would have gone. Let's get out of here, rather yeah. than taking on Mando's ship. But I liked that, and I liked I loved the opening uh, with uh, the uh, with ba uh, the child trying to fix the electronics. I thought that was really yes. funny and sweet. Yes. Um, I again, and it raises like also I liked that the um, you know the X wings turned up the the officers from the uh, ice. Oh planet yeah. Turned up, and I like that the they're they're showing a bit of the um the Republic now. It's like, do you know what? There would be police. 
yeah, they would they, they, yeah. they would be they would have to be they, they, they'd have to be the law enforcement um and why wouldn't they fly around in x-wings and pairs why wouldn't they do that mm. you know they'd have a partner they'd do that um and then they have to go to these lawless planets to try and get them on side so no i totally get it and i really liked that and i liked i love the reveal that um what's her face is from um alderaan i thought that was already known was it already known? I think oh, I it was know. already known. Uh, you might be, I don't know. I, 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 no, maybe I, I might be wrong, but like I like that they sort of dipped into that as well. Mm. Um, and mm. it was like, I, I don't know. I just, yeah, there's, you know, it's dipping into her past a little bit more. Uh, so, no, I, I really enjoyed the episode. I'm not, I really I'm not saying it. I didn't enjoy it. I, d- I, I did enjoy good. the episode. I didn't think it was filler. I thought it, I thought it was the... Um, Compared was, to the spiders in, this, in the ice cave, that was filler. No, I thought I, I really liked that episode. I really liked that. How did the characters develop in that episode? So, uh, what well, backstory was re- was uh, revealed in that episode? Well, it, d- it introduced you to those beat cops for the first time, and mm. the idea that the New Republic is not a uh, threat as such, but certainly someone to be worried about, because that was the whole thing of he needed to use uh, light speed so that he could avoid interactions like that. So mm-hmm. it was introducing that aspect. Um, in terms of, uh, it, it's for Baby Yoda, it was the introduction to how much he likes to eat eggs. Um, but that's not a, that's not a character development. Oh that's yeah, it totally c- is. I'm I'm intrigued. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> you're looking at me like that. <laughs> like I'm. That was a joke. <laughs> I didn't say it was a good one, but it was yep. uh, it was there. Um, that I look. I, I think I just maybe have enjoyed that episode a bit more than um, I loved the Bo-Katan episode. I absolutely mm. loved that one. This one I thought was just um, just a little bit, I don't know, a little bit more less foot on the gas on that one. I'd like okay. a little bit. I'd like a little bit more. Um, I will give you that the Bo-Katan episode was better, but I yeah. do think that this was. I think this was. I think this was a very very good episode, and there was more story. Um, development and character development in this one, and I really enjoyed it. So. Yeah, no, I, I I enjoyed it. I, I will give it a solid seven. Cool, that's good. I'll give it a solid seven. Yeah, 100%. The bare minimum. Is it well? <laughs> that's the bare minimum. <laughs> and of course, discovery. Ah, yes, discovery. <laughs> Man, this show has found its feet. Yes, like it really has. It like, really, really it's has. just and and it's just gone into another gear this season. Um, every episode is better than the last. This episode was exceptionally good, mm. and this episode had every all the hallmarks of like old Star Trek, but was Discovery as well. You know, you had the um, uh, you had like the, the jokey bits with uh with Tilly and mm-hmm. uh, Grudge. And cat, yeah, you know, not getting on with the cat. Um, you had uh, the friendship developing between Stamets and Adira Tal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's, again, a huge, you know, a fact of Star Trek is that friendships are important. You had the, uh, the testing of friendships between Saru and Michael. Um, you, had, you had them following Starfleet orders, you know? Mm. Like, we, we saw Starfleet in action of the future. I love that. Um, and then we had this really cool story, the main story, 
which was all about was a rogue story. And it's like, you know, how much has Michael really become that rogue that she yeah. always potentially was? Um, I had to go George, down to that planet and escape the opening scene of The Running Man. That was quite... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then we had... And, and Giorgio now. We've got the big mystery around Giorgio and what's going on with her. Yeah. And I think it's... There's been a lot in this season so far of like, you know, I, I thought with uh, Detmar, it was like, oh, is there something like, you know, has something mystical happened or scientific, science, science-y happened as she went through that wormhole and that she's been affected by it? Nope, she's got PTSD, right? And there's, so there's like been a lot in this season where it's like, it's sort of, they keep reiterating over and over and over again that people are stressed, the crew is stressed, that they are operating uh at the higher end of where they should be operating because they are you know in a situation that they could never have been expected to deal with yeah and it does feel a lot like um you know yes we're going to try and find out the cause of the burn that's the big mystery but the other side mystery and it's not even so much of a mystery but the, the the thing the 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 humanity that they're trying to deal with on the side is is stress and human condition and sort of PTSD and sort of mental health issues. And Giorgio has obviously got one of those in a massive way and she's not talking about it. I think there's more to the Giorgio thing than just PTSD because I don't know. She I was think left alone with that doctor. Because remember, she was she had that interrogation scene and she ended up malfunctioning the hologram that was interrogating her and then realized that there was one real person in the room. And then you see that do you, do you remember that scene? Yeah, but she knew that guy was real. Yes, but then you never saw the rest of that conversation play out. And then the next time we see Giorgio, she looks absolutely shell-shocked standing in the corridor. What are you talking about? We did see the rest of that conversation. That's where he reveals that... Um, he reveals the- some stuff, but there's, there's, there's more to the end of that conversation than just that. I think, I think there's something more to that. I think that I don't think there is. I, 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 I think what we heard is what we heard. And I think... Um, I do think... Because I think there's like this, this is this thing that we do when we watch TV um, mm. is the theory building, and it's like oh, yeah. you you try people, you know, like we do it all the time. But like I think like I've I've tried to scale back the theory building because it's like obviously people go like oh my god this and this and this and oh my god this refers back to uh, season two episode fourteen <laughs> of Voyager, and so that's going to be like and actually do you know what a lot of times it's it's not it's actually a lot simpler but because it's star trek it's like it's 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 easy to because it's like a science fiction mm. you kind of go what's the most what's the most incredible thing we can think of and how do we pair it back to and how do we link it to something in the past i think it might be as simple as she's she is dealing with you know she she's been she's been hit with a hard truth we know that the terrans are essentially emotionally stunted yes true yeah, they've never had to deal with, um, you know, they ne- they just take. That's what they do. They take. Mm. They never have to deal with emotions or anything like that. They, you know, those types of emotions. Imagine your whole life you've been confident in everything that you do. You're told that you know because you're like your emperor Giorgio. Your your whole thing as a Terran is just destroy everything uh, because you can take whatever you want. Yeah, and then you're told that your way of life resulted in the entire death of your empire like um obviously we know it because it's um because of kirk and uh, kirk radicalizing spock in the original series and but but imagine finding that out after the fact it's happened and then finding out 
that there's no way of getting back to that empire, that, that place that you wanted to go to, you know, mm. there's going to be a lot of things that she's not dealt with that she did. And I think we've, we're seeing one of those things now. Who is, who is that? De- what is that dead body that she's dealing with in her head? Oh, that's Michael. Right? That's clearly Michael. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah, obviously yeah. it is. <laughs> but why, why are we dealing with it now? And then, you know, it's, it's finding out and it's going to be, this is where we're going to find out why she's so close to Michael of this, of this yeah, universe yeah, and true, so on and so true. forth. I don't think it's as complicated as there's something mystical or something medical. I don't think it's mystical, but I do think that the, the, the guy that she, that she had that chat with, I think he's done something to her. I think he's done I think something he sh- to her. I think he shook her up. I think he shook her up. And I think she's dealing with major trauma. They, they all are. Right. Yeah. Could be right. I think everyone is dealing with major trauma. And I think, yeah, so I, I mean, I, I Anyway, I could be wrong. I probably am wrong. No, I mean, look, would let no, let's not put a wager on it. Um, <laughs> but I, no, I, I think you could be right. You could one hundred percent be right. I just, I, I, you know, I just don't trust. I don't trust him. Don't trust him. Okay, but it was a good episode. It was a very good episode. What do you think of the uh, the, the refitted discovery? I like it. I like it. It's going to be difficult to have a model of it um, with the nacelles floating, um, but uh, I like it. Uh, I think. Yeah. Uh, it's. Uh, I love the the new control panels and all of that stuff. I think that's I love great. Minus. Uh, I meant to post another because I posted another thing uh, in your Discord. I don't know if you saw. There's yeah. a Cardassian in Starfleet. Yeah, yeah, saw that. Uh, yep. Which was awesome. Why wouldn't there be? Well, of course, but it just shows you how far we've come. Um, that, but that's it's, it's it's in the same way that the first you know uh, next generation had Worf on the bridge. Yeah, yeah, and then and then Deep Space Nine with Nog. Yeah. Uh, but um, the other thing though was um, the design of the com badges or the, 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 the multi-tool badge, essentially. It's, uh, you know, it's your tricorder, transporter, communicator, and it's everything. But if you look, there's a, there's a full diagram. I'll, I'll post it. I'll post it in your Discord um, mm. where it's got the pips on the badge. Yeah, yeah, I saw that, yeah. Um, but it's like, but it's colour coordinated. So if it's three, but one's black and one's gold and one's silver, then that means you're a captain. But if you've got two that are gold, that means you're an admiral. Or it's, there's there's a weird colour coordination thing going on with that. It's, it's, it's going to be tough to learn. It's cool. It's good. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, it was a good episode. Yeah, it's, it, it yeah. I, I am definitely still on this train. Excellent. I'm still Excellent. on this this train. Anything uh, you've been watching that I haven't watched? Today, I, I decided to watch something. I decided to treat myself, um, especially in honour of the overlay that you gave me. I watched Tron today. <laughs> Enjoy it. I did. I mean, look, it's a boring film. Let's be honest about this. It is, it is actually a, very boring, a very boring film. It has one or two good sequences, but yeah. it's very boring. Um, and it's, you know, it's it's ambitious. Let's say it's just ambitious. Does it's it fulfill a product of its time. It is. Does it fulfill the ambitions? Not quite, but it, 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 it does its best. It does its best. Um, but do you know what? For a boring film, it's only an hour and a half long, so it doesn't uh, take up too much of your day. Uh, and I, I just quite liked it. So I plan on uh, watching Tron Legacy uh, now, now that I've done that. I, d- I did want to do a double bill, but Tron Legacy is over two hours. So I was like, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, 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 thank you. But um, I, I'm looking forward to it on this telly. Cool. So, uh, yeah, if you've not watched Tron, you could probably skip it, actually. You could watch Tron Legacy without watching Tron. 100%. You could definitely watch Tron Legacy without watching Tron. Yeah, you 100% could. But look, if you're a completionist, yeah, go on then. 
But uh, I, I, Jeff Bridges, you know, he's good. He's very good. Uh, every Everyone does a competent performance. I do find it hard to take the Master Control program seriously since South Park parodied it, parodied it so well. So very well. Um, yeah. This is like, I want macaroni pictures. You yeah. know, I, I, it's, it's, I can't hear anything else. I see the Master Control program in Tron and I'm like, it wants macaroni pictures. <laughs> That's all it wants. So true. Uh, oh, I watched Agents of Shield. Uh, I've been carrying on with the, the the last, the final season of Agents of Shield, uh, and it's pretty good. Um, there's yeah, a leave very, it there. Leave it that. No, <laughs> I want to just reference a brilliant gag that happens in it. So nope. the terrible thing. What? <laughs> no, no, wait, wait, wait. Come back, come back, come back, come back. Uh, I will say because this whole final season is um, uh, time travel. The, so the first couple of episodes were 1931. Mm. I think these next two episodes are going to be 1955 because the episode I watched today, mm. uh, yesterday, was 1955. So it was a bit like oh, time travel and all of this. Um, but this, as I say, do, do, do <laughs> have you they got to go back to the future? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're in, I, I was so surprised that they're in 1955 and no one's made a Back to the Future gag. I was okay. so surprised with that. Really, really surprised. Um, but basically, they've got this guy from 1955 hostage, uh, and they're trying to interrogate him. But the people who are around from the team at that point is either Mac, who's black. Uh, Yo-Yo, who is uh, Latina and a, and a woman, um, and uh, Agent May, who is Asian and a woman, he's not paying attention to any of those people, this guy from 1955. So they're like, well, we'll send this guy in, and he's one of the new ones. I don't think you've got to him yet, this guy called Deke. Uh, and and he's like, well, why do you think I'll have any like headway with him? And they're like, do you, do you want us to spell it out? And he's like, what? Oh, you don't mean... Oh really oh, stupid white privilege <laughs> i just thought it was great it was a nice little gag uh and uh yeah it made me laugh out loud so yeah agents of shield is is pretty good uh stick with it where are you up to in agents of shield well and now i'm disappointed in you why <laughs> i've just I, I was like don't tell me the joke oh you, no sorry you, you spoiled something you've just spoiled you something told me, me you don't care about spoilers i don't but at the same time i'm quite enjoying watching oh, right. ages of shield and trying to work out what's going on and you've now just gone what's going is... on where what, what where are you up to um so i'm on season three and oh, daisy right. Daisy has been was taken over by Hive and she's back she's now back with the team. Of course she also had her flash forward image um where she saw the future where she saw the death of someone on a Quinjet who had a cross um and Mac has just been given a cross by Yo-Yo. Oh right, okay. So which right. would, which is like oh Mac is going to die. Oh mate. And now you've just gone No. Nope. I haven't spoiled anything because I'm just going to say. No, 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 no. You'll realize when you watch it, you'll realize I haven't spoiled anything. Don't you worry. That's fine. Just stop. Oh, yeah, no, I'll stop now. But no, yeah. No, no, I'm just saying you're at a point where it's getting very intense. It's really intense, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., where you're at now. It's really intense. And I'm trying to work it all out, right? And then you're just here going, oh, by the way, this character survives and this character survives. And I've gone like, oh, well, that just throws out all my stuff, my emotional investment out the window. Uh, How many times have we had characters die in a show and then come back? Well, Colber. Uh, So, anyway. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, apart uh, from, you know, what else have you been watching? So Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., yeah. um, Lower Decks, uh, which continues <sighs> to be exceptionally good. Damn like, you. just exceptionally good. Damn you. Oh, I love it. I love it so much. I love, I'm just, like, Boimler is just, he has the Boimler effect, and it's just a brilliant thing. I've just watched this. What I love about the show is that it's like there's so much that happens in Star Trek and you just go and like it is, it is like answering the, the questions that you didn't have, um, you know, about like, well, this thing's happened. We never really dealt with it properly. Let's now deal with it in this show. And it's like and it's all the stupidest little things. And it's so much fun and it's so enjoyable. Um, and all the references are are on point like all the references to previous episodes and previous things yeah so like there's like the, the episode i've just watched and this doesn't give anything away right this is how this is how you give out a spoiler free chat by the way right just just educating you now um the so the captain of the of the cerritos is on a mission so they get a temporary captain in and the joke is this is the joke and it doesn't give anything away the joke is, oh, I don't want to have some temporary cab ca uh, captain coming in. I don't want some sort of Jellicoe type character being here. Telling, and it was just like, oh my god, that was beautifully done. Yes, like it was just perfect. Like, yeah, that's perfect a good gag. Joke. That's a good and gag. There's, and there's a lot of that all the way through the uh, the show, which is perfect. just like, yeah, it's absolutely spot. So it's like Harley so Quinn, basically. Harley yeah, Quinn, but yeah. Star Trek. Yeah, and it's so I'm really enjoying it. Um, so um, I, I, you know, I apologize for the Christmas lights. <laughs> um, I've also um, I've also had a mince pie. Today. Oh, I've had mince pies. Don't worry. Don't worry. Um, I uh, I watched my first Christmas movie today. What was it? Scrooged. Oh, you bastard! It's one of my. That is my Christmas film. Bill that Murray is, Scrooged. Oh, it's, it's so good. It's so good. It's so good. And like uh, my wife's not seen. Like she's no. My wife has seen it. She's only seen it twice before, and she's sitting there watching it again, going this is better than I remember it being. And I'm like, you say that every time we watch this. <laughs> it's so funny. It's it's so good. It's so good. Everything's, everything's great about it. And the emotional ending is really, really good. Mm -hmm. I, just, I just think it's such a great Christmas film. Alfie Woodard has just not aged. Oh, she's fantastic as well. Yeah. Um, but the little bit where her son speaks for the first time mm. and you're just like, you just well up. Mm -hmm. You can't help it. Um, but yeah, no, great, great film. So that's how I watched that today. So, yeah, no, yeah, I, I nearly really did. You know what? When I was wondering what to watch and I put Tron on, I nearly, so nearly put on Home Alone. Oh my God. But I was like, oh my I was God. like we're not quite there yet. Not no, so there there's, yet. Um, <laughs> I have three movies uh, that make my Christmas. I have to watch mm -hmm. at Christmas for me to feel Christmassy, but they can only be watched. I, I, I've watched them other parts of the year. But if I watch them in December, that's when I feel Christmassy. So when it comes to like November, I won't watch them until I get to December. Uh, those three movies are, of course, uh, Muppets Christmas Carol, mm -hmm. Home Alone, mm -hmm. and Die Hard. See, mine's the same, but um, instead of Die Hard, it's Scrooged. Yep, fair play. Fair play. So, yeah. I mean, Die Hard, Die Hard is one of those films, look, yes, it's set during Christmas time, but you can watch it any time of the year. Exactly. No, you can. So that's, that's the thing. I do watch that anytime. I've watched Muppets Christmas Carol in June. I mean, this year we needed that kind of, uh, you know, that kind of emotional. I love Muppets Christmas Carol. <laughs> it's so love good. It. Anyway, so that's mm. that's that's Christmas movies. We'll talk more Christmas movies this time. We will. Oh no, no. We're, we're, you can you can bet your ass there'll be a fantastic five of Christmas films. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. What have you been playing this week? Uh, I have been playing. Uh, well, uh, I on. Uh, Sunday last week, and again, this is when I was a bit, a, a bit mentally unstable, uh, but 
uh, I played um, like three. I did a retro thing because my my retro night is Nostalgia Sunday um, because it sounds wanky enough to be a thing. And I know, right? (laughs) I'm the worst. But the uh, games I played, I played Tasmania, the Mega Drive Tasmania game. Do you remember that at all? It was, yes, I do. It was, it was, it was, it was quite good. I, I did all right, and then just got stuck. Uh, I just, it's so unforgiving. It's, it's it, all of these games from that era were immensely unforgiving. You would have to, really, if you speed run any of these games, they're only forty minutes long. But hours, I would sink into these games. Hours just playing the same level over and over again because that's as because when you're a kid you think you have to do every single little bit of the game when you're older you realize you can just speed run them and complete them Mm -hmm. absolutely so um i tried to do a bit of that i didn't try and kill absolutely everything i did try and get like extra lives and continues and all of that nonsense did try and do that uh and I, i i did all right i did all right but tasmania was was that was that was a lot uh, and then uh, played a bit more F Zero, uh, which was it was all right. But again, I just I, I couldn't play it as well as I did the week before, and that kind of bothered me. My reaction was just <laughs> uh, and, and, and you know, it was just like right, I'm moving on, I'm moving on. Damn it, damn you, damn you all, fuck you all. Uh, and then played Quack Shot, uh, wow. which is Quack Shot was uh, I think Quack Shot was a game that was built by someone. Uh, that they pitched to lots of people and Disney went, yeah, okay, we'll do that and we'll make the main character, oh, I don't know, uh, let's make him Donald Duck. Uh, Brilliant. And, and that's that's really it. And you, you, all you've got is a gun with a plunger. Hmm. Uh, like it, it fires plungers uh, and then you upgrade your plunger as the game goes on. So first off, it just uh, freezes people. Then the next plunger you get... Uh, you can it sticks to a wall for a limited time and you can use it to climb things so it's and then you backtrack in levels and it's it was fine but yeah I got I got again I got to the I got as far as I could get in the game and then I was like right good night everyone I'm going to bed (laughs) (laughs) fair play man Um, and then I've restarted uh, and this I this this was a stroke of genius with me Um, we've started playing Ghostbusters the video game uh, yes I've been watching it's such a like okay when i say it's such a good game it's such a good story yes Um, yes. it's not a great game it's a good game it's a good game it's not a great game but the story is fantastic yeah it's so well written the dialogue is hilarious and on point you just wish bill murray just put a little bit more effort into it because everyone else is putting the effort in dan Aykroyd's giving it proper ray uh but bill murray's not being Pete Venkman, he is mm. proper phoning it in, uh, which is such a shame because he's got some great lines. He's got some yeah, absolutely yeah. brilliant lines. But Walter Peck's back, all of that stuff. You get to capture the library ghost from that. You know, as I said on the streams, like this is closure for child me that yeah. got so scared by that ghost, and now, now I get to trap it. Track. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. that's that's been that's been wonderful. That's been absolutely Aww. wonderful, uh, and I'm just really excited for next week's game. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm sort of getting ready for that. Oh. What have you been playing? You've seen it. I did. I did, <laughs> and it was glorious. It was glorious. Uh, yeah, finished Final Unity finally. And how do you yeah. feel? Do you feel a bit of closure? 
No, because um, I did so badly on that one mission that the Admiral kept chewing me out every time I asked about it. I want to go back and I want to do that one mission again and do it correctly. <laughs> um, but no, I no, it's good. I feel like, yeah, I felt, I've played the game. It's the first time I've ever completed it, um, which I'm really happy at. You know, I, I, I distinctly remember the bit I gave up on uh, mm-hmm. when I came to it. Uh, so I was able to make the other decision, uh, which was good. Um, it's, do you know what? It's a great game. It's a really good adventure game, like point and click adventure game. Uh, and I would love it if they remastered it. Yeah, that's not a bad shout. Or at least nice. do something like that again. Yeah. I would love to see just a remaster of that story, that game. I think that would be I think it would be brilliant and I think it would have a fan base. What about if they would... did something maybe not a final unity or a remaster? If they obviously it's it's clear that that's the sort of game Star Trek should be. That is that is the sort of game Star Trek should be. So if they did something like that, but maybe with because it would look great with lower mm. decks. Yeah, if they did maybe. a point and click adventure with lower decks, how would you feel about that? I think it'd be quite good. I, I but I think lower decks in terms of the characters lends itself well to like a funny a funny platformer game. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So fair uh, yeah, I could see them being like um, so discovery yeah. point and click adventure then. Yeah, that'd be they, quite good. They, or yeah. that's where, that's how you utilize the Anson Mount uh, Enterprise crew. Well, 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 they're going to be strange new worlds. So yeah, but okay. I think that's just a limited series. I think I reckon that's a series that's going to end with Anson Mount uh, with that Pike. Well, no, we we know exactly yeah. how that's going to end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. No, there's no question true. there. This is true. This is true. But, <laughs> but like, it can't, it can't go know. on forever. It's not something that will no. probably go for seven seasons, though, is it? No, 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 no. I mean, it might, it might, but also it comes from the era of five year missions. So mm. bear that in mind. Uh, mm. So I've been playing. So I finished playing that, um, and. Obviously, still playing The Sims. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know that my underground lair has gotten all fancy now, and it has a uh, child, and there's a child involved in it. Yes, yes. Uh, so it's gone. It's it's growing. It's growing. I'm enjoying The Sims. I'm enjoying playing The Sims in this way. It's mm. very different. Like it's, it's. I've definitely got. It feels like a, there's a purpose to, behind playing the game right now. Yeah, yeah. Whereas yeah, sometimes yeah. with The Sims, it can be like, okay, let's just do this, and I can sort of like zone out and stuff like that. Whereas mm. this, it's like, okay, I need to do these things, and I need to do these things, and I've only got limp. And knowing as well, it's like when I played The Sims in the past, like I know as well, I can just keep saving up and just keep taking that f- uh, potion of youth and keep the same character forever and ever and ever and ever. Yeah. Whereas now it's like, I know these characters are going to die. At some point, I'm going to have to say goodbye to these these characters, these Sims that I've created. Um, and that's quite Can they only hard. die from old age or could they like be no, hit by a bus? No, they can die from other ways. They can die from other ways. So one of them yeah. could get hit by a bus one day or something like they, that. Yeah, they can drown. They can, yeah, there's lots of different ways they can die. So wow. set on fire. So wow. okay. yeah, yeah. So they, so they can't. So like, I, it's, it's. There's like a big part of me that's like, I, I have to be prepared for saying to say goodbye to these characters in front of an audience age. as well. In front of an audience, I have to let them age and I have to let them die. Wow, you're gonna make yeah. your audience cry. I'm. Oh my god, I'm not looking forward to. It. I'm gonna have to get sad music loaded up onto my <laughs> stream deck. <laughs> Um, the other thing I've been playing, so like I've actually realized as well, it's like it's as good as as good as streaming is, it's good to play some stuff offline mm-hmm. as yeah, well, I stuff agree. that you don't stream. Uh so I've continued to be playing uh, I've continued playing uh Fallen Order. Um really enjoying it. It's a good story. I really like it. Um 
I'm still at that b- bit where I'm still learning all these new skills, like wall running and stuff like that. Oh, you'll still be uh, doing that for like five hours into the game. Remember, I told you, four hours into the game, I learned to double jump. Oh, yeah. Remember? Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I like it. I like the game. I like the story. It's got a mystery to it, which mm-hmm. I, I'm like, okay, cool. I'm, I'm, I'm invested. I'm yeah. invested in the story. Um, so I'm going to continue playing that. And yeah, that's, that's, that's essentially it. That's oh, no, very playing. good. Very good. Yeah. yeah. It's been nice. It's been nice. Lovely. Excellent. Excellent stuff. Do we have um do we have any sodium stories? I do have one. Yes. <gasps> I have a sodium should we, story. Should we play this? Should we play the music? Go on then. Salt, salt. How much do you need? Salt, salt. Just a pitch for me. Sodium chloride in my inventory. Where we're reading the news and it's a sodium story. You're not gonna like it. Cause I don't like it. Hopefully it's not true. Uh, apparently, Megatron from the Transformers is going to be getting his own spin-off movie. Yeah. Megatron movie. Why? <sighs> Who fucking knows? Um, so let me put it Who up. Who is here. asking for this movie? No one. This is the thing. And this is there what's annoying go. is that the, the, they, they jump to a Megatron movie before actually doing a sequel to Bumblebee. What the fuck? Uh, they have announced that they are rebooting the universe. Um, th- this is official. They've, they've got a director for the Transformers reboot. That's, that's official. Oh. That's official. Um, yeah, because uh, they announced the director. Oh, who's the director of the new Transformers reboot? Because this is that is official. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. is, as I say, 100% official. I, I'm start, starting to think that, I mean, I people have said this about Marvel, there's Transformers fatigue now. Like, and Transformers fatigue has been going for a very long time. Well, um, yeah, I, since, like, the second movie. Yeah, well, it's because people thought, oh, no, 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 no. Like, that, that's going to be awful. I mean, I, I like, they, 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 the first Transform- Michael Bay Transformers movie is actually... It's kind of all right. It's I like, like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's not amazing. No. It's not amazing. No. It's not the Transformers that, you know, the G1 Transformers that maybe we're all familiar with, uh, people of our age are familiar with, but it's still enjoyable. Mm. You know, you're, you're seeing a live action Optimus Prime. It's like, that's that's pretty cool. You and get all of the sound bites. One will stand and one yeah. will fall. And, and all of ultimately, that. Yeah. ultimately, you know, it's, it's, it's a movie about big robots that transform into cars and planes yeah. and shit yeah. like how much depth do you want to it, it it's fine it's, it's just that the second movie is god awful yeah. like it's like why like the, the girl who is a transformer she was in the third one I want to say the pink one no not RC I'm talking about the live the, the, the at Sam Witwicky when oh, he went to college the, with the girl from Home and Away. Um, yeah, that, she, yes. that turned out to be a transformer, and it's like, what? Like yeah. there was like little the, the decisions that they made like that. They were just go like this is like gone bad, yeah. and like I I, I remember like because like there was, there was that, that was Dark of the Moon, wasn't it? No, that was uh, that happened in Revenge of the Fallen. Revenge of the Fallen. Then it was Dark of the Moon. Then it was Dark of the Moon, where Optimus Prime actually full-on executed Leonard Nimoy's robot. Like, full-on yep. executed, shooting yeah. him on the back of the head while he was on the floor and wounded. Like, that was not 
Optimus Prime. No. no, that's not an Optimus Prime way of dealing with the situation. And then the other one was we, ha- and then we've had last night. Yeah, then it was the last night. No, no, it was Transformers Extinction, then the last night. Yeah. And they were all awful. Yeah. They're all awful films. Yeah. And then Bumblebee came along and was like a shining ray of light. It really was. It wasn't just that it was good in comparison to what had been. It was that it was... Of, it was a, an exceptionally good film. Yeah. Like, it actually had some heart to it. It mm-hmm. actually did something interesting with the characters. Like, the, it, it did something interesting with the world that had already been created by Michael Bay where Transformers exist and actually made it interesting as well as drawing in the G1 sort of ideals and what we wanted to see uh, without without shitting all over what Michael Bay had created, it, which it, was incredible because Michael Bay shitted all over G1 Transformers. He really... And... and it, what the it, fuck did he do to the Dinobots? They, they, the Dinobots, they were... They Awful. didn't talk. They just were dinosaurs. They were just yeah. dinosaur Yeah, so what robots. was the point of them? Yeah, exactly. Just because they were there and they looked cool. To sell toys. Exactly. It's like, why does Ray have a yellow lightsaber at the end of Rise of Skywalker? It's unnecessary, but it's to sell a toy. Yeah. It's to yeah, sell like... a toy. You know, know, a Megatron movie is the worst idea yeah so i'll I'll read it here it is yeah so paramount reportedly developing a megatron spin-off movie um so after michael bay's transformers dark of the moon and age of extinction both crossed the billion dollar threshold who went to see those films they crossed a billion both of them each ridiculous um but spearheaded by akiva goldsman the roster of talent included christina hodson ant-man's andrew barra uh, Gabrielle Ferrari, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Stephen Esther Knight, um, all of this stuff. So the experiment was ultimately abandoned. All oh, right, so this was the first thing, but now that they're looking to actually do it. So we know <laughs> that we know no further details um, other than the fact that the new Transformers film that is going to be made, uh, the, the one that's official, is going to be directed by the guy who directed Creed 2. And Creed 2 is fine. It's not as good as Creed 1. Creed 1's exceptional. Creed 1 is exceptional. Have you seen Creed 2? No. It's fine, but it's hugely predictable. Like, when you're watching it, you're going, oh, no, we're here. I know what's going to happen. Shit. So it's, (laughs) um, yeah, it's disappointing. So, yeah, um, this is just saying that there's lots of chatter of course there's lots of chatter that's how movies get made they talk about things and then they decide things this is what this is what's really annoying is mm. that essentially workshops end up being news stories where people are just yeah. shooting shit going what about this what about this what about this yeah. what about this and then it goes like they're thinking about doing this yeah it came up in a conversation that doesn't mean that it's a genuine thing that they're going to look into they just had a conversation about <laughs> Hawkeye it. was deaf in the comics that must mean he's going to be deaf in the- <laughs> <laughs> let's not go into that again <laughs> that's what this is it's bullshit it's, yeah it's just conversation so yeah this is this is full on this isn't uh, yeah this is just a, a block of salt this is this is salt that has not been ground down into powder yet this is just a massive massive chunk of salt that is yeah desalticon <laughs> play the music this section's over Salt, salt, how much do you need? Salt, salt, just a pitch for me. Sodium chloride in my inventory when we're reading. 
Hey! <laughs> At least I'm trying. <laughs> oh my god. So, I mean, I could have gone with <laughs> Sodium Prime. Sodomous Prime. No, no, no. I've seen that porno. It was not worth it. <laughs> it totally is. <laughs> But yeah, oh my God, what yeah. a story! What uh, yeah, a story! Terrible story. Thanks for that, man. Shall we? Shall we redeem ourselves with a with a Fantastic Five? Let's redeem a Fantastic Five. Yes. Let's let's play the music. When your brain is in a twist, cause you've got to make a list of the best things of all time, or the worst things we can find. It's a fair and fabulous phenomenal Fantastic Five. So um, this is a, I love how last minute thrown together this one was. <laughs> I love how you text me at like what time did you text me at? It's like uh, five. Five going. Oh yeah, we're supposed to have a fantastic five. <laughs> the only thing I could think of is this because the only reason I could think of it is because we've both been playing games based on properties. Yep. Yeah, so I think it's a really good idea. So I think it's a re- I think it's a really good idea. Do you want to do you want to explain what? Yeah. It is? So it's our fantastic five video games that are based on film or TV properties. So it doesn't necessarily have to be like based on the actual thing as in as in like an existing storyline. Some of the things are. So say, for instance, um, you know, you've got your uh, why do you look so concerned? Wait, so I I could have done it based like if it had like some reference to a movie. No, 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 no. no. I've looked at your selections. So say, for instance, say, for instance, recently you've been playing a final unity. That's not based on an existing storyline. That's its own new storyline. But it is. Yeah, but could I could could I have picked Grand Theft Auto Vice City? Because it it does reference. No, because it's still not the property. It's still not the property. No, 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 no. I wasn't saying that. No, 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 definitely not. Definitely not. Um, Um, Okay. <laughs> I am I am the lord of this. So, yeah. you know. Yeah, apparently so. You are the law. <laughs> oh, I could have done the Judge Dredd game. That's oh, actually pretty good. That? <laughs> that's actually pretty good. <laughs> oh well, that's a shame. Um so uh yeah, so based on existing properties. Now, I have some honorable mentions. I don't know if you have any honorable mentions. Um yes, I do, but I think should we just get on with what we've got? Well, what are your honourable mentions? Just what to quickly say, because not all of this, this is the problem with these games that are based on existing properties, is they're not always great games. Sometimes they'll have really good stories and you're mm. really happy for the um, sort of expansion to the existing universe. And you're like, oh, that's pretty cool. So, for instance, um, this was in my original Fantastic Five. It's not anymore, which was the Green Lantern game that came out. Mm-hmm. Um, was actually a really cool story that was um and it was a really playable game actually it's actually a, a, a quite a decent game yeah uh, but if i check it out if you haven't um the other ones um 24 the game is pretty bad game but quite a good story and kind of true yeah. to the tv series of 24 lost via domus that video game was oh it's awful it was not great to play but i actually kind of i actually kind of dug it i i i enjoyed running away from the smoke monster and hiding in trees and and, and yeah, shit yeah like fair that. enough but it was an awful game it was an awful that. game but like and i thought it expanded on the the universe and the story i thought it was quite good in that respect um ghostbusters but i've already been talking about that 
uh, that's 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 in my honourable mentions. It's not in my Fantastic Five, and one that I'm surprised that neither of us mentioned. Goldeneye. <laughs> neither of us brought Goldeneye. Oh up. man. <laughs> How did we both miss that? We've talked about it a lot already, so it's good that we're oh, not going to talk about it again. Oh, yeah, it's the daddy. But, that would have been my number one if I thought about but, it. But yeah, oh, like, it just okay. doesn't come into your head because it feels so unique. Could it Batman feels... Arkham Asylum? No, because it's not based on a movie. There is a great, actually, there is a really good Batman Begins video game on PlayStation 2. It was actually quite good. And it yeah. was kind of like the basis of where Arkham did eventually come from. Because um, you couldn't, no, 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 you still couldn't use Arkham Asylum as based on film or TV. It's based on a property, but comic book property, really. Okay. Well, if we're going to talk about honorable mentions. Yeah, um, come on then. I've got just a, just a, not too many. Um, big Aladdin. Mm. First, first start. Mm. Aladdin is an absolutely brilliant game, um, and it bounces. You know, it's, it, mm. it follows the movie yeah. and it does it so so well. So, like yeah. Aladdin's a great shout uh, on the Mega Drive. Um, the games that I have picked, more or less, apart from one, more or less tell a story or expand on a story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apart yeah. from one, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had to put it in there because it's just so good. Uh, but I do want to put in like so, like Lord of the Rings: Battle for Middle Earth. Yes. Um, that like the that was you know the, that is was that the, Xbox such a great tactical game. Was that the Xbox uh, one? Yeah, it could be on the Xbox. It was on Xbox. It was on PC as well, I believe. I think well. I had that game, but I didn't like it. I realized that those sorts of strategy games were not for me. See, but... I love strategy games, and the fact that you married it up with Lord of the Rings, I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm totally in with that. So I, I you know, I like. I like that type of game. So yeah, those 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 are like yeah, th- th- those are my honorable mentions. I will say Force Unleashed as well. Force Unleashed. Force Unleashed. Force Unleashed. With, uh, uh, your little honorable to sh- your honor sort of tribute to the Sean. For- the Force Unleashed is a great game. It is. Well. No, it is. Uh, yeah, I I I was, and also like for for me, uh, Revenge of the Sith was a really good uh, game that that captured the movie. Uh, and it was actually a really good lightsaber, good game, like lightsaber mm. battles and things like that. And yeah, well, shall we get on? Let's, let's with, do it. Yeah, let's do it. Do, do, do you want to do shall, it first? Shall I? Shall I go first? Go I'll first. go first. So go you, first. Why you, not? This, is, this, is, this is your one. <laughs> I will go first. So you, your number one is last. Um, and number five for me is uh, it's not a good game. Okay, I'm going to put that out there. It's okay. not a good game, All right. right? But it's a great game for backstory and expanding a universe. Um, and that is Enter the Matrix. Hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. It's not a, It's not a good game. It's not a bad game either. No, it's not bad. I enjoyed it. You had to play it twice. But yeah. Yes. But what it brought to the Matrix... Like, as with all the flaws the Matrix movies had, Reloaded and Revol- Revolutions had, the world outside of those movies was exceptional. So the Animatrix and the games and stuff like that and the expanded universe that they created was exceptionally good. And this is no different. This I mean this so this follows the story of Ghost and Niobe um as they as the and it's like it sort of goes from like the big just before reloaded and follows their story through that movie. Yeah. And it's so great because you then see stuff stuff that you do in the game 
you then go you then watch the movie and you go oh that's what they were doing when they were referenced this and it's it, it it adds to the movie but also it's the movie's not reliant on you having played the game so it's it's it's, it's a great add-on to the movie yeah um even though the movie's bad uh, so <laughs> Uh, no, so I, that's that's my number five. It's, 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 it's an average game. Yeah, no, it's, it's an, an average game. It's not a no, good game. Right. It's an average game, but for what it brings to the story. So yeah. it is uh, Enter the Matrix. Very good. It's a good number five. Solid start. Solid start. Sure. My number five, um, it's actually, it's a, it's a point and click adventure um, that, that was so much fun to play. Annoyingly, you can't really, I, I tried to look for it because I wanted to play it again. Uh, I played it on the iPad and it was brilliant. And that was Back to the Future. <gasps> Telltale Games? Uh, no, it wasn't Telltale. It was a point and click. Oh, okay. It was a point and click. I don't know if it was Telltale though. Now that I think about it, it may have been. I don't know. But it was a point and click adventure and it was basically Back to the Future 4. Brilliant. And it's sort of uh, basically Doc's missing and you've got to try and find Doc. Uh, so you end up going back in time and you go to all the old places, but you find Doc as someone who's your age. And uh, and then you have to try and you find Strickland's sister, who turns out to be just as much of a you know dick as mm. Strickland is. Uh, and then you go back and it's one of those things where you change history again. So you come back and then Biff's an arsehole again, like in your like in your fixed timeline um and everything's like really like george orwell 1984 and it turns out doc's now sort of in charge and has become quite an evil person so it's quite interesting uh, i don't want to give too many things away because there's, there's more to it than what i've said but it's it's a i think it was like five part game that you had to get it in five little sections but mm. it was all the voice acting is really good really good impressions of michael j fox and uh I think it is Christopher Lloyd, actually. I think he's the only one who does the original yeah. voice. But if you've not played it, if you are able to find a copy of it, yeah, play it. It's it's a load of fun. And if you cool. if you are itching for that Back to the Future, what happened next, Back to the Future Part 4, then this will fill that hole. Cool. Excellent. Good shout. Good choice. Good choice for mm -hmm. number five. Excellent. Give me your number four. Right. My number four um, is it's, uh, it's, it's a Lord of the Rings game. Uh, specifically, it's the third in the series. So, like, there was three. Like, they released the movies. They released Lord of the Rings games alongside of it, mm -hmm. right? And just like the films, the third one's the best, <laughs> <laughs> right? So, Lord of the Rings: Return of the King. I remember playing this game for ages because you played as each of the you could play as each of the characters. You had the, all the special moves and stuff like that. And but it was just a great game. It was actually for a, a great film, and this was a great game. You know, with the other film, the other games, you know, it's. You have to, like, the thing about this one in particular is Return of the King is essentially a series of massive battles. Yeah? Mm hmm With some great storytelling in between the mm -hmm, battles. Mm -hmm, yeah? Mm hmm Whereas the other films build up to one big, huge battle at the end of it. Yeah? Yeah. So you've got the Battle of Helm's Deep. Mm -hmm. Yeah? Or the, uh, the, the, the orcs at the, uh, the side of the lake. Yeah. yeah? But for the rest of the films, the rest of those films... It's more about the traveling and the journey and developing the stories. And then it all kicks off in Return of the King, where it's just a series of big battles. Yeah? Yeah, loads. Yeah, like loads of them. But they're really good. 
Um, and that's what happened. And that's what that's why this game is so good because you are in the midst of all those battles. And also by this point, they've also refined the game system, the playing system. Mm -hmm. It's it's so good. Um, it's a great game. It doesn't add anything to the story. It just tells the story already that is there. Love it. It's a good game. That's a good shout. It was PlayStation yeah. Two, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 No, it was good. I remember that. I never owned it, but it was good. Mm. What was your uh, number four? My number four. I mean, it's a silly game, but it. Uh, the reason why I've got it in my list is because if you are going to do a video game and you want to capture the spirit uh, and do it well, this game you can't you can't fault it. Whether you have a bad opinion on this TV show or not, it is South Park: The Stick of Truth. See, I've still not played it. It's it's playing South Park. I really want to. Uh, it's playing South Park because what's incredible, I say incredible, it's not that incredible because it should be easy, but the fact that it is essentially controlling an episode of South Park because that's what Brilliant. the graphics are like now. They're not like bitty or, you know, mm -hmm. it's not like, you know, the 8-bit side-scrolling or anything like that. Because a lot of the TV show is made on a computer now instead of like, you know, usual animation, it, it, it looks like South Park, but you're just controlling it. And they fully embrace that it's turn-based combat. So yeah. it's very video gamey. It's very Dungeons and Dragons-y um, because that's, that's what the, the concept of the story is. It's Lord of the Rings, but with South Park characters. Uh, right. And they've got terrible moves, um, really terrible moves. Like one of the final moves that you have to do is because they make a joke about it throughout the, throughout the whole game is you can never fart on another man's balls. Uh, and that turns out to be the final move, is that you've got to fart on someone's balls. Um, so it's fully in the spirit of South Park. D even more so, there's a point in the game where you're shrunk. Um, you're shrunk, and you have to... You know the pants gnomes uh, from the episode of South Park, where there's the pants mm. gnomes that are stealing yeah, people's yeah. pants. So you end up going into battle with a pants gnome, and because you're small, you are in uh you're in your parents bedroom because you you create a character and you're in your parents bedroom i think it's your parents and they start having sex but you are having a boss battle with another character and as you are having this boss battle you have to dodge a ball sack that flies across the screen <laughs> and you're like Brilliant. duck and there's like just these big hairy balls just above your head it's hilarious it's childish it is puerile it is south park brought to life in your hands and i, I can't fault that it is a very good adaptation of a property it's very good cool excellent excellent i, I need to try it i've just i've just looked up how much it will cost me to buy it's on steam um, i believe but it's expensive uh cd keys mate ah, okay <laughs> 10 pounds ah Okay. Um, so I might be buying that. Uh, okay, cool. Good shout. Yeah. I like that. It's good. good yeah. What's your number three? Um, my number three is what I have been playing for the last uh, month. <laughs> it's, <laughs> uh, it's Star Trek: A Final Unity. Excellent. It, it's an exceptional Star Trek game. It yeah. is a. It's a. It's a. It's. It's an. Ex, it's a really good pointing. It's a point and click adventure, right? Like you know, like broken, uh, broken sword or anything like that. Yeah. But it's a really good one. And it's, you know, it's the entire original cast coming back to tell. And it's it's it's, it's a massively long episode of Star Trek Next Generation. 
that's what it is. Yeah. And it's per- and it's perfect. It's exactly what you want from a Star Trek game. Yeah, or, or no, it's exactly what you want from a Star Trek The Next Generation game, mm-hmm. right? It's exactly what you want from that. Um, so, it, and actually it's, it's not just like, so when you're, when you've got the away team and when you've got your, uh, when you're on the bridge and stuff of like that, it's a point and click adventure. You can take control of the ship in the space battles yourself. Mm-hmm. So you could have an entire sort of space battle and then you've got control over these, uh, over the ship and over the moves and everything like that. So there's a little bit more to it, but I just, I just think it's, an, I think it's an exceptionally good game. And for a game that came out in 1995, it's held up amazingly well. So, yeah. I watched you play. I can't, I can't argue. Yeah. It's great. So, yeah. Three. Uh, excellent. If that's my number three, imagine what my next two are. Oh, oh yeah. Well, my number three, it's kind of basically in the same vein, um, which is Star Trek Legacy. Mm. I don't know if you ever played Star Trek Legacy. No, I've never played it. Um, a little bit flawed as a game. It tries, it, it's, it's, it's a good attempt um, but the story is really cool because uh, okay. what the, the, the concept is, is uh, in the time of Archer, uh, a rogue Vulcan has uh, gone looking for something. So the first section of the game, you are Archer in command of the NX uh, Enterprise and you do a few missions trying to hunt this Vulcan down. And then the next section of the game, you play as Kirk and you're commanding a fleet of ships with the Enterprise. And then the next, you'll be doing it as um, Picard, and then you'll do some as uh, Voyager, and you'll do some as Cisco in The Defiant, uh, and then it all ends... Um, actually, I think it ends with Cisco in The Defiant, because, uh, no, it might end with Voyager. I can't mm. remember, because I can't remember where Star Trek was at this point, because it wasn't the Kelvin timeline. But, uh, but it goes through all of it, but the, it was basically a strategy game uh, of uh, strategy battles. So you could... Did you ever see the game? Did you see what no. it looked like? So you no. could see the ships. You could be in space and see the ships and just say, go, go shoot that, go shoot that. And you can flick between the ships and actually take control of them as well. The problem with it, it was almost overly realistic because the ships would turn very slowly. <laughs> it, it ne- nothing ever moved as quick as you wanted it to. Um, but if you wanted to, you could switch to a map and see it from above and go, right, I need you to go here, you to go here, mm. you warp over here, you go to this part of this map. And so it was quite interesting in that respect. Where the game was let down a little was you'd be a ship flying towards a planet and the planet wouldn't get bigger. You just end up sort of knocking into it like it was just a giant ball. So it was, <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have the perspective, right? It's not like No Man's Sky where you could fly to a planet and land, which yeah. I was, when you could do that in No Man's Sky, I was like, this is what legacy should have been. But yeah. um, but the idea of taking command of a fleet of vessels and then you could upgrade your fleet and say, right, I want this to be my um, sort of scout ship. I want this to be my like, you know, dreadnought and I want this to be just like the... the t- so one would be for transporting like hostages out of a situation. The other would be mm. for fighting. The other one would yeah, be yeah. for like dogfights. And so it was really quite good as a tactical thing. Was it the best game in the world? No. Was it a good representation of a property? 100%, because Star Trek is, as, as we know, it's all about strategy. It's all about working things out. It's mm-hmm. essentially like doing your own Kobayashi Maru. Oh, right. There you go. Sold. <laughs> Excellent. So, yeah. Cool. You're, you're, you're number three? Uh, no, number uh, two. You... No, you're number two. Sorry. Yes, my number two um, is 
a personal is a, is a massive favorite of mine um it was on the gamecube it was the uh, it was one of two games when i first bought my gamecube that i got from uh, when i bought it one was luigi's mansion the other game i got was uh was one of and those the, these were their launch titles was luigi's mansion the other one was star wars rogue leader oh, the okay. second ro- rogue yeah. squadron game oh it's exceptionally good Oh, it was so good. So, so, so good. Um, getting to fly the getting to fly the missions from the movies, getting to be, you know, doing the Death Star run, doing uh, being a snow speeder on Hoth and then all these other missions that they created as well. It was just it's just such a good game. The physics were great. It felt like you were flying an X-Wing, which at the time, you know, you, you, when you consider when the, uh, the GameCube came out in the early 2000s, it's just exceptional so that's that's i i absolutely loved it it didn't bring anything in terms of story but it gave you it made you feel like you were part of the movie which is really cool like you were in the movie so that's and, I, and a good game that's based on a franchise will do that and it did it 100 so that's it star wars rogue leader very nice i think there's a theme with uh with our ones uh go on em, now, your because two? my number two is star wars battlefront 2 <gasps> yes <laughs> yeah exceptionally good game it really is um it, it it's basically you're playing behind the scenes of all of the movies uh yeah. and and it does that very interesting concept where you start off as the clones you start off as part of the good guys and you gradually see the change into you are now playing for the bad guys uh, I, I found that fascinating to do where you're 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 going through all the prequel battles you know you're you're doing geonosis i think that's the opening scene of the game is you because that's when you arrive so you start on geonosis then you do all of the things and then you have to do order 66 you have to turn you have to all of a sudden start shooting at the people that you were fighting alongside which is crazy mm. Uh, and then you go through that weird phase where some of the characters that you're with are clones, but then there's the stormtroopers being introduced as well. And then you're just playing as the stormtroopers. And it's great that like you get to capture Leia. That's one of the missions is you capture Leia on the... Um, oh, what's it called? All of a sudden it's got Tentive, the Tentive 4. Uh, and then the very final mission, the final boss is Hoth. And it's just great. It's a wonderful idea to to get to that point uh, because they had to make it so that the thing was you win at the end. So they had to do it as this is where the bad guys win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So I thought it was just a very, very interesting look at expanding the universe just enough to make it interesting to dive into. Uh, if, if 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 that makes sense, that sentence. Because yeah. yeah, but um, yeah, that's n- number two is definitely Battlefront Two. Excellent, good shout, my man. That's a really good choice. So here it comes. What is numero uno? Ah, my numero uno is um, it's a game of old. Um, it's the best adaption of a movie ever. It's E.T. on the Atari. No, it's not. <laughs> um, it's. <laughs> oh. <sighs> I have to do that. No, um, this is actually an exceptionally. I remember when this came out. This was in the. Uh, this is sort of the late, mid to late nineties. This came out, um, and uh, you, you, have you noticed a theme here? Some of the games that I kind of enjoy uh, tend to be adventure games, uh, point and click adventure games. 
Um, I do enjoy them. I find them difficult sometimes, but I do enjoy them. Mm. Uh, so, you know, Star Trek Final Unity I enjoyed, uh, Broken Sword I enjoyed, Adventures of Monkey Island, you know, those types of like, you know, point and click. This one was just incredible in terms of like the depths it went to, in terms of what they did with the technology at the time um, and the, the look of it, it was incredible. It is uh, Blade Runner. Oh, now, yes. Yeah. I never played Six. It. Six discs to run that game. Jesus. Six CD-ROMs it took to run that game. Oh my yeah, God. that's how big it was though, because it boasted like incredible graphics, and it was incredible graphics. I mean, at its core, it was just a point-and-click adventure game. That's all it was. But the 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 depths they went into to recreate the world of uh, Blade Runner of the Blade Runner universe was just outstanding and you here's the twist you weren't playing as Deckard you weren't playing Blade Runner the movie you were doing a side story you played as a completely different character Deckard would be alluded to or talked about or whatever but you never met him so Harrison Ford was never part of this game yeah mm. um, but you were playing a completely unique story set within the Blade Runner universe um, and there's like like there's a there's sequences where you you would have a photo and you would be doing that zoom in zoom in over there you know and, and flip that da, da, da. and it's like oh my god and you'd have to do it yourself you'd have to learn you'd have to work out be looking around looking for the clues and everything like that and it really made you feel like you were one of those detectives in the game in the movie um and it's just and again it's at the time for the technology that i had it was exceptionally good so yeah blade runner that's my number one it's a really, yeah, it's awesome. I, I never, I never played it. Mm. I, I, I always had the trailer when I had uh, Red Alert. <laughs> I had Red Alert, and uh, part of the contents was just like includes a trailer to the Blade Runner game. When, when that yeah, was yeah. a selling point, is like this includes. Can you imagine? It's like you're, you're spending thirty quid on a game. It's just like you know what's going to tip me over to buy this? A trailer for a different game. <laughs> 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 but yeah, no, okay, so good. Blade Runner. There's your number one. Nice. What's your number one? My number one. Uh, I've talked about this game a little bit. I've certainly talked about its predecessors, uh, but hands down the best movie tie-in video game that i think i've ever played is spider-man 2 on the ps2 yeah you know as soon as you sent me your list and you had that there and i just went i, I actually apart from goldeneye which you mentioned now yeah, yeah. <laughs> but when i saw that I, I screamed because i was like damn it why did i not pick that? i had it on the gamecube ah okay right 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 it's so it's good exceptional it really is it's it's it fully because uh, I remember that like that first Spider-Man game for the first movie was just odd because you were going from rooftop to rooftop swinging. But because you were already on the rooftops, you couldn't be swinging on anything. So it was a little <laughs> yeah. bit weird. Also, you couldn't go anywhere. Like it was literally you no, just swung from one mission to the next. Yeah, yeah, it was very linear. But the, to, to, for, for them to actually have the ability to go, do you know what? We're going to have an open world Spider-Man game and you can just swing around New York. Not just swing around New York, you can attach yourself to a helicopter and fly to um, Liberty Island and go climb the Statue of Liberty. But the other thing is, it was the game, uh, sorry, it was the film. You were doing the film, you were doing all of the scenes from the film. So you had the train battle, you uh, had the battle on the clock tower as well. Um, There's this wonderful uh, scene where I, I think, oh, hold on, this might have been Spider-Man 3 because um, they did a continuation one. There was a game where you had to fight Mysterio and it all builds up. But because Mysterio is just a dude, 
you just fight him in like one punch and then that was it. Was that I'm Spider-Man? sure that's Spider-Man too. It sounds familiar it to does, me. It does, yeah. But the other, the other kicker with this, the other kicker is that the game and the tutorial was narrated by Bruce Campbell. Uh, And that was just a joy to have him like do the voiceovers while you were playing the game. Just brilliant. Just absolutely brilliant. Um, But the swinging mechanics were just, you felt like Spider-Man and you just enjoyed just, you didn't have to do anything. And as I said, like the new Spider-Man game on PlayStation 4, can't speak about the Miles Morales one because I haven't played it, but it's the closest to Spider-Man 2 because that's the pinnacle. Any Spider-Man game that's come out since Spider-Man 2 is, can you swing around as good as you could in Spider-Man 2? And that's the first question most people ask is, yeah, but can you do it as good as Spider-Man 2? Yep. And if the answer is no, then it's not worth it. It's not worth it. So this is definitely, it's a fun game. It's a good story because the movie's a good story. Uh, so you're only following the movie. Uh, the voice acting's really good. Everything about this game is great. So it is the best movie tie-in uh, or film and TV tie-in video game that has ever been made, in my humble opinion. Great shout, man. That's a really, really good shout. I, 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 I'm, I'm totally on board with that one. Um, yeah, as I said, when I saw that you'd p- put it in there, I just, I, I was just, I kind of angry at myself. <laughs> it in there first. So well done, man. No, good shout. This was a good Fantastic Five in the end. When your brain is in a twist, cause you've got to make a list of the best things of all time, or the worst things we can find. It's a fair and fabulous phenomenal Fantastic Five. It was. Yeah, Last minute, yeah, well but done. there we go. <laughs> yeah, some good choices. Very good choices. We're good on the spot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> pressure. Always work under pressure. Apparently that's how people don't crack. Um, <laughs> but that's the um, that's the end of the podcast. It is. Oh, oh no! Did you enjoy yourself? I did actually. I had a really nice time. Did you? Oh, I had a lovely time, and I hope you had a lovely time, uh, listeners. Mm. Uh, if you have enjoyed it, please don't forget to hit subscribe if you haven't done so already. You'll get an alert every time one of these episodes goes live. Uh, make sure you leave a review on whatever platform you're listening to, whether it be uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, uh, Anchor, uh, all these places that you can leave reviews. Leave a review because if you do that, it helps us get more listeners and we'd love you. To, uh, we'd love to have more listeners. And of course, last but not least, share it. Share it on your own social media. Tell people about the podcast. Um, that's, that's how we want to grow. Yeah, I mean, well, if you're going to talk about social media, you, you can find us on the Facebook, on the Facebook yeah. The Facebook, the, Facebook, the Twitter, Facebook. the Instagram. You can oh find God. us on all of the things. Matt, you've aged 40 years. Well, I'm two years away, actually. So, <laughs> But um, yeah, no, you can find us on all of those things. You can find us on Twitch and actually get involved in the conversation with us. If you want to actually ask us an, an, an opinion on something, uh, we, we can reply specifically to you. We're both on Twitch. Mm. Uh, Rick's on Twitch as twitch.tv forward slash Rick Aranza. For me, it's forward slash Matt Blair UK. And uh, yeah, it's it'll be nice. Follow us on all of those socials. Uh, you can also support us. In fact, we'd really like you to support us on Patreon. We keep on banging this drum, but you know, we're going to keep on banging this drum because we've got content we want to share with you. Uh, and, and, and for us to do it, you need to subscribe to Patreon. So please. I just want to add on to this as well, because I don't think we've actually said this before, mm. right? Um, you know, we want to give you more stuff. We do. Yeah. 
But the other thing as well is that we would like to do this more and we would like to do it better. Yes. And the only way we can do that is with investment and with money and with, you know, unfortunately, we, you know, we are doing this off our own backs. We're doing everything for free. Um, we're doing this in our spare time because we both have day jobs that we need to work at and stuff like that. If one day between Twitch mm -hmm. and podcasting, we could ditch the day jobs and yeah. go, this is what we do. We would love that. We would love that more than anything. And that would mean that we would have more time to create more content and better quality content just for you guys. Absolutely. And we, would, we would love to do that. So if you like what we'll, if you like what we have been creating now in our spare time, imagine what we could do if we had all the time to do it. Imagine if we could um, hire an editor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And all of this could happen if we have the support from you guys. Yeah. So please, you don't have to. There's no pressure. If you no, just enjoy no, no, listening no, no. to the podcast, please continue to listen to the podcast. But if you do feel like you want to, you can support us uh, in other ways. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. Um, yes. Yeah. And we will be back next week. We will. Yeah. Bigger See and ya. better than ever. <gasps> Bye. Bye.